0: This is the Champions Coffee Podcast on the Vigo Podcast Network. On this show, we take 20 minutes to celebrate the champions behind higher educations, student support and experience. These are the individuals who are pushing the boundaries and changing student lives on a daily basis. And we get to hear their stories and visions for the sector. Hello world, welcome to the Champions Coffee podcast, where every week we have coffee with an education professional who is out there on the front lines championing students to be all they can be. I'm your host, James Grew, and I'm the VP of Partners at Vigo. Vigo is a support ecosystem that helps educators connect their students to their support ecosystem. That can be mentors, tutors, advisors, and counsellors. At Vigo, we believe in celebrating professionals who make all of these support services tick, which is why we are doing this podcast Today's guest is Hannah Giles. Hannah is the Student Success Lead Practitioner at Coventry University, which was recently shortlisted by The Times and Sunday Times Good University as the University of the Year. Hannah is part of the team who have implemented the highly successful Innovative Department of Student Success Coaches. The department is a university-wide initiative providing one-to-one support for all students, with the vision of increasing attainment and giving all students every opportunity to pass first time on time, whilst holistically enriching the student experience through their whole journey. Hannah's also been instrumental in relaunching the peer mentoring support programme delivered through Vigo. Without further ado, welcome Hannah. How are you today?
1: Hi James, I'm good, thank you. How are you?
0: Excellent, thank you very much for inviting me to the Coventry campus. No, thank and you for coming. Thank you for sharing this time with a coffee with me. So, the first question Hannah of part of the podcast is, what life experience has motivated you to enter the education space?
1: Okay, well, I actually entered the education space with um, in a safeguarding and mental health background. So uh, my original career started 10 years in banking, uh, and then I decided, because of life experiences, to up and leave and actually embark on a university degree in my late 20s while I was juggling family and life and, and everything else that goes along with it. Um, and I went down the social work route and child protection route, which actually led me to the role that I I did before I came here as a mental health lead and safeguarding officer in a secondary school. Um, So coming into the university, and into the role I, I have now sort of entwined all of my career experience to be able to to do what I'm doing today. Um, and that's sort of how I, I ended up in education. Um, of course, when you're in a secondary school, for anyone who has ever ever worked in secondary school, you know you get roped into a bit of everything. So because of my, my degree, I was teaching the A-level um, health and social care um, and supporting the school there as well. So I loved being in front of the, the classroom and that, that training and teaching side of me really came through when I was uh, was there. But uh, this this role to the university was a real entwine of everything that I've done before, Brilliant. brought everything together.
0: Yeah. So a real mixture of, of background. And uh, how hard was the move from kind of the social care area into education?
1: Um I love being in front of people and teaching and training it comes completely natural to me in delivering um so that side of it wasn't hard uh, moving into higher education from from sort of state education um and moving from that social care background it was what I found difficult was the, the the students are over eighteen, yeah. so it's to sort of say, okay, well, we we don't have to be as involved as we as we do, and we're providing more of a duty of care than a safeguarding provision. Um, and I and at first found that difficult because everything I was trained and taught and knew, I had to not leave at the door, but adjust my my uh, sort of practice coming into higher education. But but eighteen months in now, and um, you know, definitely that everything's fine, and, and you know, we absolutely provide a high level of duty of care to all of our students here
0: so that's really interesting Hannah like in terms of moving from the secondary school education sector into the higher education sector ha- what are your thoughts around the student experience in this sector
1: um the student experience at a university is obviously a lot different because of the ages and and the different nature of the courses and what I really love is the student's Individual passions because they have come to university to do a course that they've chosen. Or obviously, you know, secondary education is yeah. is a scripted curriculum. Um, so they have to teach, they have to learn what they're being taught. Where coming to university, they've had the choice, that freedom to choose a degree that's going to enhance their career and potential life career in an area they they want to actually learn and develop in. So from an experience perspective, that's always going to be key because you know, the students are here because they want to be here. So, so yeah, and obviously schools is very routine and regimental and have, you know, because they are under 18, where it's great to see students having that freedom to learn and to grow and to find out who they really are, especially for, well, no, actually not just for our traditional 18 year old students. Um, I can talk from experience being a mature student myself, you, you can really learn and grow at any time in your life. And I love seeing our students do that at any stage of their life.
0: And that's a really interesting point. Do you see do you see much difference in the approaches that students take, whether they've come straight from school or more mature students? And do you feel that they need to be supported in a different way?
1: Yes and no. So the same type of support, but for different reasons potentially. Um, supporting a young adult who's come straight from home, straight from the school experience or college is they've got they're at a different stage in their life journey in comparison to maybe somebody who is juggling a job or juggling a family as well. So you a typical mature student. Um, so the support is the same Is in, you may need to look at time management with that person or, you know, stress and wellbeing, but the nuances of that support is different because they're at different stages of their life or have different things going on in their life.
0: Yeah. And obviously in terms of the experience at Coventry University, how would you how would you kind of describe that kind of student experience at coventry
1: I'd describe it as excellent. There is so much support and services um, and pastoral care for all of our students, um, whether that is your academic support through the great services we offer through, you know, we've got um, Sigma Department, Centre of Academic Writing, or whether it is that pastoral support, which could be provided through our excellent health and wellbeing team, the, the lecturers and educators themselves, and of course, our student success team who Every single undergraduate student from this September is is assigned a coach. So there is that absolute one-to-one support for um, our students. And and that's just one side of it. The experience is so much more than that. Um, Our excellent Your Student Union with all of the clubs and societies. There's always activities and events going on. We have our fantastic sports centre too. So depending on what the student wants to gain from university, um, because if we asked every single thirty six thousand student what is good to you, we'll get thirty six thousand different answers. Yeah. Um, there is really is something for everybody here. So depending on what that student wants that experience to look like, it is it's really high up there with the best of them.
0: And yeah, and looking at the uh Coventry website, a significant number of awards for student experience. I noticed that um, Coventry was number one for overseas student experience for six years running. So must be really proud to actually work at an organisation like Coventry.
1: Absolutely. Um, I've learned so much being here. I love... Talking to students from all over the world and learning about their culture and their different different ways of of um, that they they live and it's every day is a learning day um, because of our heavy international um, presence of for stud- of students and it's growing and it's fantastic that we are being recognised worldwide and um, we are now in over one hundred and sixty countries. It's just fantastic that we 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 have this, these students here where you can learn and grow from each other even as staff members or is, you know, sharing that experience from student to student. It's fantastic.
0: Would you say that inclusivity is important to the Coventry experience?
1: Absolutely. You know, we are, like you said, we've won that award for, you know, six years in a row. And it's really important that every student, regardless of whether they're from Coventry or from, India or America or China and the other countries that we are in that every single student feels included feels a part of the university and I really feel we have a real good sense of community here at this university especially with the um the launch of the student success team uh well, departments and we have you know the centralized coach house area where students are beginning to now come more and sit together and talk together and meet each other um absolutely inclusivity is key and. It definitely shows, especially in our diverse course and, and, have, and the courses that are more international based.
0: Yeah, and having, having looked around the campus this morning before the meeting, I was really impressed by the facilities that the university's got. Have you got any specific uh, examples of kind of su- success stories that your team would be proud to kind of share with us?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I do have one to mind and it really covers that cradle to grave experience that so many people talk about. And and I, the reason I can bring this example is because This particular student I actually met on an open day. So before she was even a student here, I met her and her father, who has been absolutely paramount in her journey as well. She was a young student, unsure which university to go to. They, As a lot of families do, visit a few universities. And by talking to her about exactly what we do here as student success coaches and the department that we have and having that one-to-one support, that was really for her the turning point of why she came to Coventry University. Um, this student came, um, she had um, health issues as well, so we were able to signpost her to the disability team and get everything in place before she started so she wasn't starting on the back foot. Her main uh, sort of area was to build her confidence and to help reduce her anxiety um, and to help her, in in the coach's words, not just to survive but thrive within the university experience. Um, This student is only just finishing her first year, but she has passed everything on time as well, which is obviously important. We've also seen this student now. She is part of the National Wide um, Heart um, Disability Games, which has been held at the uh, Coventry Building Society Arena. Um, And she actually had the confidence to do an article on that and be posted on our website and our LinkedIn pages. That's that that the young girl I met um what June last year would never have been able to have done that, so by working closely with her coach by having that support, she's built a self confidence um her, her learning ability was always there that was never the issue with this student. It was about having that full rich experience, and she really has graft university by the horns and is 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 flying, which is just wonderful to see. It's
0: interesting that you that you talk about that student experience actually starting before the student actually joins the university in in terms of physically arriving on campus. Uh, Do you think that's a particularly important part of the service that you provide at Coventry, that kind of pre-support?
1: Oh, 100%. Um, and I love doing the open days. I think I'm a bit of a natural born saleswoman. Mm. So um, I love talking to the students of all ages. Um, I love talking to the parents because being a mum myself, I'm like, you know, you're letting your child come to us and we are absolutely going to look after them and give them the best experience. Um, And then I love alternatively flipping that conversation to a young 17 year old who is desperate to come to university and and have that experience and say you know well actually let's talk to you now because your mum knows that you're going to be fine let's talk about what you what you're going to get from here um and yeah absolutely it's so crucial to have that experience before you come um because that is your first impression isn't it and first impressions really do count they stick with you you get a feeling for something you get a good feeling and and i love sort of delivering that to people on the open days because that will make them come back for potentially a second open day. And when they get their A-level results and have those offers, you know, what is going to make Coventry stand out? And if we can give them that amazing first impression, then that's what's going to stick with that student and get them to come to us.
0: Hannah, I know that you do um, a lot of work sharing best practice across the sector. and know um, you work with a number of other leading universities. Um, when you when you do meet your colleagues in other universities, what challenges do you hear about the student experience? What what do they tell you?
1: Um, I think I think everyone's quite generic. We all have the same challenges, don't we? That could be enrolment or navigating the systems. Um and, and they tend to, you know, so they do tend to be generic experiences. Um, I know for Coventry, a lot of the students will say oh i didn't know that I was there i didn't know that service was there um because we offer so much um you know as staff we you know have to navigate around those and it's really important that our students have the time and have the availability to be able to also know exactly what is the full offer of Coventry University so i'd say that's a really common theme because You know, a lot of universities offer the same type of things. They might be called different names or, you know, sort of land on different spaces or different platforms. But I think it's it's that letting enabling the student to know what the full experience can actually be and look and feel like. Um, so it's a challenges in, I wouldn't say it affects the student experience, but as staff and as providers, we do certainly need to keep working on that to make sure students know exactly what is available for them. They're getting value for money and they're leaving with that first class de- degree or, you know, regardless of how that degree looks like, you know, they're leaving with that first class service um, and leaving with that degree at the end of it.
0: And I think that's really important and a really interesting comment, because I guess that um, universities need to make sure that, you know, they are sharing kind of best practice across the sector. So it's really encouraging that, you know, Coventry is keen to do that. In terms of you personally, is there someone that that or someone in terms of in terms of you personally, is there someone who inspires you? within the HE space, either within Coventry University or in your experience uh, at university yourself?
1: Um, certainly. So my own experience at university, um, going as a mature student, I remember our second module lecture came in um, and he was absolutely mind-blowingly inspirational uh, you know, when, especially going as a mature student, as a parent, I was thinking, am I doing the right thing? Is this? And I left that lecture and I, my actual, me and my friend looked at each other and said, wow, uh, he is just absolutely phenomenal. His life experience, his knowledge, his intelligence was just inspirational um, and so inspirational. I actually stuck with him for my whole university degree and chose modules that were led by him um, because he was just brilliant on every single level, um, as well as sort of had that that fun element to him as well and, and made you want to learn. Um, but within my role um, here at the university, with, without sounding too cheesy, I have to say the, the students are the inspiration. We meet so many students every single day that have got so many different stories. You know, I know, I know, especially in, in the UK, there's that Old sort of old stereotype. Oh, a student comes to university and they just party for three years. That couldn't be more from the truth. Now I've never met such a a strong generation of students, regardless of their age, who are really here to learn and to grow and develop themselves for their career and to take it back to their own countries or to you know develop and have a career and a profession within the UK. And that that's really inspirational. And I love talking to people. I love hearing their story. So. When you hear so many different backgrounds and so many different stories, I just sometimes I, I take my hats off to some students I meet and, and I just think, wow, you know, you are a real true ambassador for the universe, for life, not just for the university. Um, and I, yeah, I think they inspire me. Like I said, without sounding too cliche, they, they do.
0: Yeah, and I think that, that reminds me of kind of something that you said earlier in our um, podcast, which was around the, the student who was thriving so I think you use the term thrive and actually I think that's a really good way to to summarise that student experience
1: not just survive but thrive and that is what especially our, our department was created for is to is to give the students that full holistic experience not just education but that this is what a university is meant to do: change you as a person, help you grow as an individual, open your eyes up to a to a bigger and brighter world, and and or just to see somebody simply thrive within their area as well. It is fantastic.
0: And and through the work with your uh, success coaches, obviously you've seen some great examples of students uh, and how they've kind of got involved within the university. What advice or encouragement would you give a student who's just about to start their university journey?
1: Um. Talk to people, ask questions. It's scary, it's overwhelming, we know that. Even the most confident person, it's still something completely brand new. Um, and just don't be afraid, just just grab it, embrace it. Take the rough with the smooth and you know, use all the support that you have at university, whether that is through your academic team, the peers that you sit with in class, the people you meet in the halls of residence, um, your success coach and really just use this opportunity to to move through to the next stage of your life um it is scary but it can be it's also very exciting um and yeah that is my advice just just grab it and run with it um because you're only here for what seems like a long time at the time three years or more obviously if they go on to postgraduate but you know that initial undergraduate journey is is very short and goes very quickly um and, yeah, that, that would be my advice, just to, to go for it, grab it with both hands and grasp the opportunity you've been given.
0: Yeah, it's great advice. And I think the other part of our advice is to, you know, ensure that students pick a university like Coventry that has a really good student experience and support programme. So we've come to the end of our 15-minute cut-off point, uh, so we will need to wrap up. Hannah, thanks for having a coffee with me today and sharing your success stories, advice and visions for the sector. This has been another episode of the Coffee of Champions podcast. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to stay updated on the next episode, please go to LinkedIn and hit follow on the Vigo page. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you, James.